Good morning, guys, and welcome to episode 98. We're getting close to the 100th episode here. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I'm trying to rack my brain who I'm going to get for uh, 99 here uh, in order to, for us to then uh, roll into the big 100. So I've already got 101 uh, who we're going to, 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 uh, to get on the 101 episodes. So um, today uh, we're actually be talking with Christian Venegas. Christian's an engineer uh, and home designer located in the Southern Pacific areas of Evita, Ochao and Osa. Uh, that's right in the Southern Pacific uh, areas of Costa Rica, areas that are developing very quickly. There's a lot of demand and some great value in uh, land there and also building. Uh, Christians has over 20 years of experience building homes here in Costa Rica. Uh, so today we're going to be discussing uh, and getting his input on building and developing here in Costa Rica. Remember, guys, if you need any help uh, with any projects here in Costa Rica, finding land, uh, building, developing, uh, we have quite a bit of uh, experience doing that. You can reach out to us, info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. We're pretty busy at the moment. Uh, but as I say, I've always got 15 minutes to chat with anyone, give them uh, uh, some advice um, and uh, yeah, and put them in contact with anyone uh, that they need to be put into contact with. Um, remember, if you'd like to see any uh, topics that we'd like to cover in the future, just reach out to us as well. Um, but again, really appreciate everybody's support. If you've liked the podcast, please give us five, uh, five stars, thumbs up. Uh, it was great reading the comments the other day uh, and the reviews that we actually had in Chartable there. Um, so yeah, I really appreciate everyone's support. But let's get straight into it. Good morning, Christian. How are you doing? Hey, Richard. I'm doing fine. Thank you. What about you? Yeah, good, good. I appreciate you taking the uh, time out of what I know is a very, very busy schedule. Uh, I know that you're building multiple properties and developing multiple properties here in the southern area of Costa Rica. But uh, yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast with us. Ah, you're very welcome. Let's have some fun here. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I mean, Christian, you've been Rabbit in up. Costa Rica your whole life. Uh, but I mean, specifically, I mean, the past six months, what surprised you? And I mean, what trends are you seeing? Uh, yes, Richard, I can say I, I have been here in Costa Rica my entire life. I'm Costa Rican, so yes, since, since, my, <laughs> since, my, since I came here. You don't need to tell us how uh, old you are, don't worry. <laughs> well, what has surprised me in the last six months, uh, and actually since the last year, I could say, is the fact that despite the COVID virus situation, which affected in a big way the tourism the here in the Southern Pacific zone as as it did in the entire world. Um, but taking about construction industry and even real estate, as you may know, that have been totally different here. Um, I can tell you, we have several projects under construction right now. Also a diversity of projects in our design table. Um, Explain that a little bit with regards, to, to, with regards I mean, to diversity. I mean, what stuff, I mean, from what extreme to the other? I mean, what's, what, what do you mean by that? But mainly uh, beach houses in the area, yep. uh, look, uh, top luxury houses for second home for retired people or people that want to invest, invest in a project to generate some income with rentals, uh, but also small condominium projects, small boutique hotels, uh, commercial wow. homes, things like that. Wow. Um, so I think that all that is fed by people coming down to settle here. Uh, you know, people looking to buy properties in green, to build or, or to develop for business. Um, so construction is still strong here and growing, actually growing constantly. You can see uh, all the contractors being really busy and design firms like ours uh, also getting more and more work. 
that's that's not the same thing. An example in uh, the Costa Rica Central Valley, uh, where construction industry, as many others, decreased due to the pandemic shutdown. My guess is maybe people being afraid about the virus uh, and seeing the good handling the government did here, uh, they decided to move uh, to this area and invest. Also, uh, people started to get frustrated to be enclosed, or, you know, lock up for the quarantines and all that. And together with the remote work, which is being in trend right now, uh, so we have nomad workers who also bet to come to Costa Rica and work from home in a little piece of paradise here. Uh, yeah, definitely. That, yes, that, that's only my assumption, but together with another possible reasons, uh, it has made our firm and in general terms, the construction business here in the area stronger. And that okay. is, is really good. Christian, are you seeing a certain type of trend in design of homes? You know, I mean, in the you know, late 90s, 2000s, it was very colonial. Uh, are you seeing a move to more contemporary or contemporary colonial? Uh, you know, and also, is there anything different being added to homes, being requested now that wasn't before? Yes, absolutely. Um, there was a colonial style in trend in, in back in the 90s, beginning of 2000 uh, until 2010, I could say. Uh, right now, we mainly design second homes for people in the US, the US Canada, and Europe for people yep. who is coming uh, for one or two months a year. Uh, that means they're going to put their houses in a rental or property and property management program uh, with local companies to rent them and generate income uh, the rest part of the year. Uh, so due to that, uh, the majority of clients are looking for what the actual market is asking for. That is um, modern contemporary architecture. Uh, Houses with shed roofs or flat roofs, uh, open layouts with large sliding glass doors and large windows to maximize the view. Um, three bedrooms, two or three and a half bedrooms, a plus is then or four bedroom to be used for a bunk bed distribution for large families or, or even friends groups. Um, we look into these houses for sure, for sure rentals on web platforms. Um, Pool is a must uh, with shallower areas for some bath where, where you can put inbuilt pool chairs. Uh, these houses will need to have an owner's closet to them to leave their personal belongings locked up. Meanwhile, the property is on the rental program. Um, so yeah, it's, it's contemporary modern. By, by the other hand, other local clients are expats or retired people, again, from North America and Europe mainly. Uh, looking to live here in the beach jungle environment. In, in those cases, the designs are more open to the desires and dreams these persons want uh, for the day-by-day -day living. And some, and some other spaces can be added to the house, like um, gym, ranch, uh, wet bar, saunas, yep. uh, yep. yoga decks. We have designed these like children playgrounds in some houses, for example, internal rubble walls to, to, to work up or to find, to find out. And the list continues. It's, there's a, a big variety uh, of what we can design and do in these in this wow. cases. And in general terms, the majority of people is also looking for green solutions, you know, like solar water heaters, uh, pluvial water, pluvial water reutilization for, for gardening, toilets, tanks, 
for the laundry use. Also LP gas system for stock and dryers. Uh, this reduces the electricity consumption, which is expensive here. Uh, yeah. other, other consideration, uh, the crossing air ventilation uh, to reduce the use of air conditioning units. And also I would say solar, solar backup systems for, for the main electrical circuits uh, among others. So that's what is uh, yeah. these days. Well, I think I, some interesting stuff that you said there. I mean, reusing the gray water for irrigation in your garden, I think is smart because I mean, it's, you don't understand how much water a washing machine uses until you actually start to collect that. Because I started collecting it recently uh, you know, especially during the dry season here to water my garden, you know, I'd use a biodegradable, you know, detergent. And then with that, then I'd collect the water from it. And it was incredible, the amount of water that I realized that a washing machine uses. So if, if you're able to, you know, produce a, you know, I suppose a septic tank system or something that able to capture some of the gray water coming off that and use it for irrigation, I think that's very, very smart. Yes, we can have the two solutions. I mean, we can collect the water from the, from the roof the rainwaters, yep. uh, put them into a tank. Uh, either we use um, uh, gra for gravity distribution to irrigate the lower gardens or uh, use a small pump, actually with a solar system, uh, yep. to feed that water pump up to another areas on the, on the ground or to use it for, um, uh, yeah, for, for the laundry areas, for the toilets. And we're gonna save on um, potable water because we are reutilizing, reusing uh, this water in there, uh, as, as you as you recall, there is a lot of water using the, the washer machines. But also, there is another kind of uh, solutions that takes the gray waters actually yep. getting into the septic tank. We can we can build two phases uh, tanks. One being the septic, the normal septic tank, and the other one is a kind of anaerobic filter that's going to trade the water. And it's going to deliver 95% uh, pure water to the environment. So we can reuse, reuse that also for irrigation. Um, wow. wow. I mean, yeah, nice. I mean, I think once you start getting into it, I mean, there's many, many things that you can do just because again, you know, I mean, Costa Rica has a lot of water, it does, but there are times a year where it has an abundance. There are times a year where, you know, it's kind of dry here. So, I mean, I think factoring those things into your home number one it helps the environment but also number two it saves you money and then thirdly is you know yeah. it's just there's a sense of pride from it as well of doing it and it's not it, it doesn't need to be that costly it doesn't need to be cost prohibitive it's going to cost you tens hundreds and thousands of dollars to do it no absolutely i mean and, and this is just very it's cheaper it's cheap to, to just get a tank to be a polyethylene uh, kind of plastic tank that yep. you bore it down on, on, the, on the ground so you won't see it uh, it's just a matter to have that installed, collect from the pipelines, from the, from the downspots, directly to the town, make a small treatment to the water, and that's it. Yeah, uh, wow. It's not going to cost you thousands of dollars. It's something yeah. very, very simple. Definitely. Well, I mean, a, a lot of people ask me about the cost per square foot or cost per square meter to build here in Costa Rica. I, I mean, I mean, it's difficult because again, it's what type of home, you know, do you want, but could you give us an idea of what, like something that like is a standard, like comfortable home mm -hmm. up to a luxury home would cost per square foot, give or take. Right. Um, well, Richard, that depends. Yeah. As you say, of several items. Uh, one is the project complexity. The land topography has a lot to, to see on that. 
the soil bearing capacity, which affects the foundation's design and, and uh, the quality but, of the finishes. But just give us, give, us a, give us an idea, I mean, of just like average and then what's high end. Right. Nevertheless, I can say uh, in the actual market, in a relative flat lot with good soil capacity and good quality finishes, the price range per square meter could go from, I would say, $1,200 to $1,500 per square meter. Uh, prices higher than that can be found in top, very top luxury projects too. But that's the standards. I would okay. say $1,200. $1, we have I mean, to take into account. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I mean, just converting that into square feet, I mean, you're probably talking, what, 135 oh, to 160 per square foot for kind of a standard. And then you'd probably be looking, what, closer up to the $200, 180, 200, 220 to square foot for the high-end luxury stuff? Right, exactly. Okay, okay. I mean, just to give us an idea, because a lot of people, Christian, have this dream of building a home, or maybe they have land in here in Costa Rica. What is kind of just the brief process that you go to, you know, from someone wanting to build a home from the idea all the way through to the end? I mean, just give me the kind of the rough steps on that. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, well, let me see. The standard process uh, could be as, as follows. Uh, first, number one is the first meeting with the pines to understand the needs they want to fulfill with the future build, uh, to have an idea about the project size, that's very important, uh, and the budget they have. Uh, in this first meeting, we define number of rooms the house will have, type of, uh, type of architecture, special requests, uh, to taking account, etc. That's the very first uh, step. Uh, number two, I will say, with, with a list of wishes our clients want, we make a site visit uh, to the place. This step is very important because it's, here is where we walk the property to understand all the aspects of the of, of it, like accesses, terrain, shape, uh, topography, orientation, uh, some path study to understand the, the, the sun rays and, and, and shadows and all that. Uh, the breeze flow, uh, and most important, the views. Views are all here in this area. So ocean views are the most wanted properties on our main field too. We, we designed to maximize the view mainly. Okay, number three, with all this information gathered, uh, we make the first program proposal for, for review. Uh, several, millions, several meetings after, we will have a final program, totally, totally customized and unique. Um, I can say you, every project we design is different. We don't make a copy pasting. Yeah. All of them are designed from zero. So this is very important for us. Um, after that, number four, uh, after the floor plan, we are ready to proceed with 3D model and volumetry, where we define aspects like roof lines, uh, fachadas, uh, heights, double heights, walls, and, and things like that. Once we have this defined with the client, we, we continue to photorealistic renders with the real model producing these two renders. So we will be able to choose and apply the different finishes and materials on the virtual project, uh, such as tiles, uh, cabinetry, paint, railings, patchings, everything. In this stage, the client will see the built project virtually. They will see the built, the built project without, have, without even having installed the nail. Uh, but we can take decisions on, on that here. Um, number five, 
dribble develop the construction drawings after that, uh, containing all the technical specifications and designs. I mean, architectural, structural, um, mechanical and electrical set of plans. This set is the one we will use to submit for construction permit before officials. Um, so we are in the process to, to get the permit here. But number six, uh, meanwhile, we collect all the requirements needed to start the permit permitting process. Um, we can bring the plans in parallel to, to contractors or to construction companies. Um, most of them recommended by us or uh, recommended by their parties. This is a total transparent process, so there is, there is no problem with that. Uh, to help the client to make the quoting process and be able to choose the right and more competitive option. Um, in some cases, Richard, the price is not the only factor for a decision to take. So right. we can evaluate together uh, with them the different variables. Um, and meanwhile, we, we collect all the requirements to, uh, needed to start a permitting process, as, as I said before. But in our case, all is on our side. So the fine won't have, won't have to worry about this process at all. All the process is digital now. So we, we make all the procedures before uh, engineering boarding for the approval stamps, health ministry, uh, environmental studies for the ability, insurance, and finally, the municipality construction uh, permit. All, all is on our side. So that is uh, hassle free or, or uh, uh, it's going to yeah. be entirely in our side of the client and don't, don't have to worry about anything of this. And I mean, how long does a home, again, to, to depends on the size of the home. I mean, how long does it take to build a home, would you say? I mean, between X and Y months. You know, sometimes I hear nine months, sometimes I hear 14 months, sometimes I hear 16 months. I mean, what would you typically say the average is to build a home in Costa Rica? It depends also on the size, but for a medium-sized home, I would say for 300 square meters home is going to be, in all case, around 10 months, just yep. one single story. Could be a little more if we have two or three stories, but uh, average 10 months. Okay, okay, well, that's good to hear. I mean, is there anything that you see, Christian, with regards to a gap or opportunity in the market looking for, for someone looking to develop a home, you know, to rent or sell here in Costa Rica? I mean, where do you think that there's opportunity? Yes, uh, nowadays, I think it's easier, it's easier than ever. I mean, we have expats living here in the area for over 30 years ago and more in some cases. <laughs> so those pioneers probably came here just to live in the middle of the jungle and, you know, relax. Uh, nobody at that time imagined what the internet could do with platforms to rent to people in all around the world, literally at, at a cliff of distance. Uh, that opened a large market and an opportunity to generate income with your property here that we, we haven't before. Uh, besides that, we have another incentive here. Uh, there are not major hotel chains or big uh, lodging facilities in the area. My, majorly, we have boutique hotels and then just villas everywhere. So I think there is a market in attendance. And the houses for short-term rentals are taking this market so far. Yeah. Also, I have seen digital nomads, for example, expat families too, or couples looking in Facebook groups for long-term rentals. 
and the posters uh, or, or the posters are published every day. I can see you every day. There is also an interesting market here uh, to attend for those for these people looking for long-term rentals. Uh, by the other hand, we also serve several small developers in the area to buy property. Uh, they, they buy properties just to build and sell. There is a good profit margin here if you move your cards correctly. I mean, uh, choosing the right place, that's very important, choosing the right place and developing a really nice design which will make somebody to fall in love with it. So I will see these three, three major gaps or, or opportunities. Uh, as you can see, uh, there are four different types of, of business, businesses and markets in the area. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, especially, you know, I mean, you're in the Southern Pacific area, you know, Uvita, Dominicao, Hachau, even further south, Tres Rios, Osa. I know you live down there uh, in the Parmasur, Parma right? Parmasur, right. That's yeah, my, so you're down there in the Parmasur, and that's your area. I mean, that my area is just... Seen... Okay, your office is in Ojachau. Um, right, I, I travel there, but it's just 25 minutes travel uh, from yeah. the sur to here in Ojachau. Very near. Yeah, I mean, it, this Very has been inc incredible the amount of people looking to kind of move to those areas. And there is a huge lack. I was with some clients yesterday uh, who are renting until November, and then they're like, I'm not too sure what I'm going to rent after that. And just a lot of clients that we have looking to relocate to that area, you know, it's very difficult to find long-term rentals. So I think that there is a huge opportunity there for long-term rentals if you can find them. Um, but my last question for you, Christian, if you inherited $500,000 and had to invest it into a business or real estate in Costa Rica, what would you invest it in? Okay, that's, that's a really easy question, Richard. <laughs> I mean, probably if you ask an economist, he will tell you he's going to invest on, on the stock market or, or things like yep. that. But me, being, being construction engineer and project manager for so many years, Absolutely, I will look uh, to, to buy property and invest in that. Uh, for example, uh, with, this, with, this, uh, with this parameter of the 500 grants, um, I would look for a $150,000 green property to build. Yep. Uh, and, and then I would, I would build a nice three, 350 uh, grand house, $350,000 uh, $350, house. Yep. And with that investment, I could sell it in the market, in the actual market for around, let's say $800,000 or so. That, yep. that represents uh, more or less 50 to 60% of retro, return of investment or more, yep. depending on the view. If you had a really nice view, you, you can sell it even in, in a more, yeah, I, I have seen houses selling here in one million dollars. Uh, nice, wow. nice properties. So uh, there, there, there is, there is this opportunity to invest your money and get a good, a good profit of it. Other opportunity I see, um, having even more money to invest, would be probably vertical apartments buildings. These vertical apartments buildings, uh, there's nothing like that here. Well, we have just several of them, the small power projects that are kind of condominiums uh, here. We have almost nothing like that here. And that could be a good prospect for the near future too. 
Definitely, definitely. Well, Christian, this has been great. I mean, great info for anybody listening in here. Um, you know, someone that's so ingrained in the market and giving your opinion on that and also uh, building uh, here in Costa Rica as well. So, Christian, really appreciate your time. Uh, anyone that wants to reach out to Christian, I'll put all of his contact details in as well as his, uh, his web address as well so you can come and look, take a look at some of the projects he's worked on. Uh, and I just want to really appreciate, you, well, thank you. Thank you very much for your time, Christian. You're really glad, very welcome, Richard. And I'm glad to be of help and have this uh, conversation with you. It has been very, very nice. Fantastic. Thanks, Christian. Good vida. See you. Bye. Good podcast there with Christian uh, Venegas there. Uh, again, a lot of experience there. Apologize if, if uh, you couldn't hear some of the, uh, the noise there. Um, but it's, it's always worth a conversation with Christian if you're looking to do anything in the southern area. He has a wide variety of experience. He's been down there for years developing homes. Designing and also developing uh, is very, very competent, him and his team. Uh, I know Esteban over there as well, because uh, we're working on a project together. Um, but you can reach out to them. All of their contact details are in the description. Remember, guys, uh, if you need any help uh, or just want to have a chat, feel free to reach out to us, info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. Uh, I hope you enjoy this podcast, uh, and we'll see you on the next one.